0: Hello, humblebees and people that watch Cave to the Cross Apologetics. Yeah. Uh, I'm Patrick, and I guess uh, if you ask silly questions to uh, your friends online, you have to make response videos. And so um, I'll, of course, be putting the links to uh, Lauren's and Becca's answers to uh, my questions to them. Uh, even though it gives them great content, I guess this means that I have to uh, undo it as well. Uh, but I'll put those uh, uh, links to the description below. And so obviously not gives the cross apologies. No Tony, sadly. Uh, so you'll probably be getting about uh, a fifth grade level of answers to these questions. Uh, The first one is, do you look for a book on a subject to read, or do you come across a book and think it looks good, and that's what you end up studying? Uh, So I go based on uh, Tim Shelley's book recommendations uh, uh, that he does kind of once a month and see if there's anything that's there, or he does kind of a daily crawl through Uh, The Kindle deals, and so there's something there. What I like to do is I like to read an author's complete bibliography. Uh, I did that with uh, C.S. Lewis and Howard Hendricks, and you really pick up on a lot of nuances from people's writing style, especially someone as prolific as C.S. Lewis. you kind of get to know them, and especially reading Howard Hendricks' books. He wrote on a whole bunch of different subjects. Which one's a, a good introduction on how to study the Bible. And there's a really another one called Iron Sharpens Iron that takes a uh, uh, two, two kind of sides approach to, um, having, uh, to modeling with somebody, uh, a fellow Christian, uh, to mentoring them and then, um, to be a mentee. And so it covers both bases. And essentially it's a guidebook for men to ask other men to be their friends. And it was, it was really good. And you, you tend a lot of hear the, a lot of the, um, the same jokes and, uh, um, kind of get their flow and patterns. So, um, that's what I tend to do. Or if there's something that's really interesting to me, um, uh, G.K. Beale had a, a, a book on um, how the Garden is a model. Uh, the Garden of Eden is a model for um, everything that's set up. The temple, and I'm really interested in kind of the uh, symbolism of the, the temple. And then uh, he, he pours it down to Christ and the new heaven, new earth. And uh, that was really good. And so pretty much I found a lot of his stuff. Um, as far as apologetics goes, um, it's really just... Uh, recommendations from Tony, because uh, yeah, his, his library is as massive as mine. Uh, of course, he's got probably, uh, what, he's like only 20 years older than me, so um, but he's got a little head start on me as far as collections, and of course, when you're a doctor and earn your doctorate, you you have to have books in, in the background of, of uh, your studies, so um i I go based on a lot of uh, his books or just uh other books that people recommend you know watching podcasts and stuff like that so just kind of whatever piques my interest whatever sounds different um you know you you can only read about the clomb argument so many times you can only read about uh you know young earth creationism or old earth creationism battles for for so long before you kind of have to move on and find a a different uh niche Number two, do you stop reading if the book isn't good, and how long do you give it? So I love bad movies. I I absolutely adore them. The cheesier the better, and um, I can I can spend you know two three hours uh, six hours watching just bad movies back to back. For some odd reason. There's something about reading that that's like precious time, that's precious uh, brain molecules that I'm, I'm, you know, you're not just taking it and you're, you're absorbing it. You're, you're coming up with responses that I just cannot, that I just cannot stand. And so, uh, I, I will, I will get to a book where I'm like, man, I, th- this is just, this is not keeping my interest or this is just poorly written. And I, I just can't go on. Uh, there was a book that I was reading called, uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. N- Norrell, and the premise was magic during the Napoleonic Wars. Was sold like uh, right off the bat, sold. And there was a miniseries coming out, and I'm like, okay, I've read British literature before; I, I can do this. And uh, I I got the like the three volume set because of course why would I want to wait for for any pauses? And so I-, I was reading this one one book that had three volumes. And I was like, man, nothing has happened. Where am I at? Oh, I'm in the middle of, of volume two? How, how, how did anyone continue to read this for as long as I did before just giving up? It was just it was awful, and, and not much happened, and it was just so boring. So I'm like, well, I'm done. And I, I can, I'm can i good with being done unless if I really need to know the ending. And then uh, that's when I appreciate the people that write uh, summaries to, to Wikipedia pages for books and movies, because sometimes I'll read a book or or watch a movie and go, I completely didn't understand that. Someone else helped me, and so it's good to have kind of the cliff notes there. So, um, yes, it's not as bad as *Weathering Heights, but, uh, yeah, you think something about magic during Napoleonic Wars would would be something, and all all I got was ships made out of rain uh, right in the middle of of Volume 2, giant snooze fest. Uh, which fiction or non-theology books do you enjoy? I will pretty much read anything, but uh, definitely sci-fi, because, of course, uh, uh, geek, um, so uh, I think I have to turn in my my uh, nerd card if uh, if I didn't. Um, I can't quite get into fantasy, because I believe everything is Star Wars, and yes, that's an oversimplification, but um, it seems like a majority of fantasy books is Farm Boy, uh, Dreams of Something More. Uh, he hears that there's a prophecy. A prophecy by who? Uh, no one really knows. Just these prophecies come out of the ether, and you're just supposed to believe them. He meets an old man who will train him. Uh, he gives up his life for the youngling. He meets a rogue and a princess, and they go off to fight the big bad. But the big bad isn't the big big bad. Um, and so, the, uh, through the power of uh, friendship and, and magic, or um, you know, um, sorcery and swords, then uh, you know you, you you win in the end. And uh, I've, I've read enough fantasy to kind of get that trope, and uh, it really takes a lot for me to um, pick up a fantasy book. And then uh, I have friends that recommend fantasy books all the time, because I tell them that, and they're like, oh no, but you haven't read. And I'll read the first one. I'm like, gosh, this is terrible, boring. It's a 30-book series. How did anyone get past this? Oh no, no, it gets really good in book five. Well, that's 5,000 pages from now. I cannot do that. I'm sorry. I've got other things to read, but Yes, uh, sci-fi. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, war. Uh, books on leadership in, in not not just like, uh, oh, here's how to lead, but um, just leaders in general. Um, space, uh, space exploration. I'm really reading a really good book right now, or listening to it because I do audiobook. Because um, you got to cheat when you, when you're trying to read 52 books in a year. And uh, audiobooks is fine, right? Uh, it's about uh, it's called the man who knew the way to the moon. About the the guy who pretty much uh, pushed for uh, the 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 way that the lunar excursion module um, made it to the to the moon surface, and and instead of building a single stage rocket, and um, that's really interesting, and it's part of uh, um, the space history that I didn't know about. So um, I, I would recommend that that. Uh, or uh, on Audible. So, uh, yes, I, I get into a lot of trouble with, with Audible daily deals. Daily deals in general. Tim Challies and Audible um, really haven't uh, helped my bank account too much. Um, let's see. Has your outlook on communion changed since coming from your background to saving faith? Uh, dramatically or as a matter of uh, from not saved to saved? Uh, man, who wrote these questions? They could have done a lot better and taken much more time. Um, so my, uh, view of communion has changed a lot, although I feel it is still deficient. And, um, you know, coming from a reform perspective, I, I still feel like I run into Christianese a lot where someone tells me, well, it's a means of grace. And I, 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 I don't, I don't get that. Like, it, I, like I understand what it's kind of trying to convey. And, and I just, I, I've, I i do not feel like there's a satisfactory answer. So I, I, I need a good book to, to kind of developed a history for me, um, and and um, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm deficient in it. And um, I feel like that in a, in a lot of areas, too, but that's neither here nor there. But I, I definitely have taken it more seriously, especially as I've gotten um, further along in my sanctification process, and um, I, I, I view it as something that um, clearly the, the um, early fathers and the early church viewed as important. Um, I mean, there, there's a reason that uh, it continued to try and go towards this, you know, kind of transubstantiation, and then reformers definitely reformed it um, to, to, to go back to kind of what it was, although, um, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, you have the, the accidents or the elements, and then, uh, you know, if, if it's just a, a uh, memorial. Um, so I, I definitely, uh, and and. Part of being a, a deacon, I volunteered to handing out the elements, and so I view that as even more of a, a, uh, an important role uh, of understanding uh, why communion is important to us. And So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to, to learn from different uh, perspectives, and I, I definitely feel like uh, that's something I should concentrate uh, my studies on. Uh, when witnessing to a person, is there some point where you draw a line and says, at this point, I'm casting pearls before swine, and you stop. Doesn't matter about close relationship for strangers on the internet. Uh, so I view uh, uh, strangers as being easier to to witness to than than family members, um, and of course, strangers on the internet is easiest of all. Um, although I'm more apt to uh, to give up after someone says, uh, you know, um, here's a response, and I say, well, I I did a video on this. Here, check it out. Well, I'm not going to watch that. All right. Well, I'm not going to pay attention to anything you're saying. So. Um, you know, if, if if, we're, if, if I can, uh, point to something that I can, um, they can easily watch in six minutes rather than me typing it all over again. Um, obviously we're not, we're not having a, a, a dialogue and, uh, you know, I've informed them of what, uh, the gospel of grace is. And, um, I feel my conscience is clear unless if there's something about the, the nagging from the Holy spirit. Um, so, uh, the, the way that my life has kind of turned out, um, I can owe it to being, uh, um, responsive to the spirit. So there, there was at a point where, uh, I didn't have a, a, a really decent job and I was working with a guy that I knew before and I really didn't want to talk to him or interact with him. And so, uh, I just felt, you know, you feel the spirit just going, well, you know, you're going to have to talk to him. Like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm going to spend all eight hours of the shift with him and I'm not going to talk to him because he's just that annoying and, you know, that, that terrible. Um, and so, of course, uh, you know, you either give in or you face repercussions uh, later. And so I was like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll talk to him. And we had a really good uh, conversation, presented the gospel to him. And he told me about um, uh, uh, a, a job opening um, through the process for a conversation that I eventually applied for and got. And I, that's how um, I was able to afford marrying my wife and um, uh, continued on to, to getting where I'm at today because... I listened to the Spirit and and knew that he needed um, to to hear the gospel and yeah not everyone's not not, there's there's nobody that's outside the gospel that needs to hear the gospel of grace everyone needs to hear about it uh, kind of like communion uh, we are the conduits uh, through which um, um, God communicates His message to that there's there's the uh, the, the, there's the means of grace by which uh, we can take part and that's the great thing about about witnessing is that. Um, God doesn't just, uh, do everything on his own, uh, for his own glory, which he definitely could. He doesn't need us for anything, but that, uh, by entering into a relationship, he calls us sons and daughters of, of him. And then we, um, we, uh, present the gospels, uh, to other people in in that, uh, in that relationship. Um... So, yeah, at what point uh, do you draw the line? Um, Pretty much to where we're kind of spinning in circles. And as long as I've gotten the gospel out, you know, call it a good day. And, um, uh, yeah, uh, just do it in love and gentleness and kindness like uh, Peter told us to. So um, that's that's where I'd figure out. Uh, who wrote the book of Hebrews? Wrong answers only. Well, uh, I was watching Joe Rogan podcast, and uh, it seems like everything's uh, uh, Constantine's fault. So Constantine clearly wrote the book of Hebrews. Uh, he definitely wanted uh, the 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 Jews who uh, claimed to be Christian to not go back to the temple, um, um, <laughs> you know, before it was burned down. And so clearly, Constantine uh, he he had a choice of all these uh, books of 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 Hebrews from different ones, and uh, uh, he. Uh, he, he chose it out of the uh, the six that were available to him. So that's clearly the right answer. It's definitely not Luke writing one of Paul's sermons. That's definitely not, not the answer. Uh, what's your f- uh, uh, ultimate favorite toy growing up at any point in your childhood? So my favorite toy was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe with Castle Grayskull. It was like this giant thing, you know, if you're four foot. Um, that um, was a whole big Castle Grayskull, and the weird thing about Castle Grayskull is that uh, it was controlled by He-Man and and um, the the good people, but it's called Castle Grayskull, isn't that weird? Like that that shouldn't be something that should be something that Skeletor goes into, but Skeletor had his throne in there, and um, that was kind of one of the first movies that my dad ever took me to. Um, so, uh, I've watched that, uh, every day, uh, after lunch, after nap time. And so, uh, when I got that, that was like the best toy ever and had a lot of good play dates uh, with uh, that toy. Um, when will you, uh, sh- show the real video of eating pineapple pizza? i I would like to know, Lauren. Uh, that's, that was clearly uh, like you, you weren't about ready to, to throw up on, on camera. That was a play because you you're, you're, you're. Sin nature caused you to fall, and you clearly enjoyed it so much that you were like, "Well, my pride is, is keeping me from from devouring this." And you just just turned the camera, and your entire family your 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 entire family was attempting to uh, keep you away because you were ravenous towards the the pineapple on the pizza. So I'm just waiting for that video because I know it exists. Um, Becca has told me that she has seen it. So uh, two witnesses. There you go. Uh, my first video game system was, of course, the NES, and I didn't have even the version with Mario and Duck Hunt in it. I had one that had, like, some off-brand Caveman game, so that was my very first one, and that was, like, a big deal, because I always got everything really last in, 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 in group, because, um, like, it go, oh, you just ask your parents for it. It's like, no, you don't ask your parents for for uh stuff that expensive and it was probably like 130 bucks back in the day which was a lot of money and so uh, we got it for christmas one year so the nes the nintendo entertainment system that was that was definitely my first uh and of course how objectively cute is uh, are my children two plus two equals four uh you have the ability to do science and uh there's such thing as objective morality and it's in similar fashion that my kids are objectively cute Um, Even when they're being annoying and crying, which doesn't happen ever, especially not right now is why they're I'm down here and they're (laughs) up taking a nap. So uh, those are my uh, uh, responses to, I guess, my questions. So um, you're welcome for, for uh, my contents. So hopefully uh, this has been something to you, and you can, um, you can check out uh, the Tulips and Honey podcast. And then also, if you want to enjoy them and uh, head over to a nice little book club, Cave of the Cross Apologetics. com is where you can go for our content, and we're going to be starting a new book up here um, in two weeks. So hopefully uh, that's something that uh, you enjoy, and thank you for uh, watching.